Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program. The no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach the Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Victoria Lynn Hanu with Heart and Soul CEO. Welcome, Victoria. Hi, Lee. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Heart and Soul CEO. How are you serving folks? Well, Heart and Soul CEO is about helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and founders really make an impact in the world by bringing purpose into business, by bringing values into the core of the business. So what's your backstory? How'd you get into this line of work? Have you always been a coach? Well, technically, yes, but uh, no, I started out in corporate and I found coaching as I was getting ready to leave and wanted to figure out what the heck I wanted to do, what was my next step, and I got a coach. And it was like, oh, this is what I want to do. And then shortly thereafter, I launched my business and as I was looking at my business plan, I, I was looking at it and I'm going, okay, I'm supposed to do a business plan because I have a background. I'm a business analyst and that's my background before I became a coach. And looking at all of this, I'm going, how do you incorporate values into the business plan? How does that business plan actually authentically reflect who you are, what you're here to do? and where you want to go and there was no answer it was just kind of dry looking at it and so I was on a journey to figure that out and help other entrepreneurs uh, to do that as well. So now you said your background was as an analyst. Uh, Analysts tend to like numbers and uh, spreadsheets and uh, things are very black and white when you're dealing with kind of values and mission it's hard to put that on the spreadsheet. How do you help your folks do that? Well, as a, as a business analyst, and one of the gifts that I have is that I can see the stories in the numbers because we have a tendency, you know, as an analyst, you can look at things and numbers are numbers. Math is math. Spreadsheets are spreadsheets. Yeah, that's great. But what do they mean, right? It's really, what do they mean? So then how do you help your clients kind of get a better understanding of maybe the numbers that matter rather than just numbers? Because some business people are just kind of collecting numbers and uh, they kind of lose track of what are the metrics that matter. Right. Well, the thing is, is you're absolutely correct. There are so many um, people out there that look at the numbers. Okay, now it's time to take actions. To, if you want to increase your revenue numbers based on the market, based on what your past is, you have to take these actions. And nine times out of 10, those actions 
won't necessarily get you your next numbers that your goal, because they're one, they're not looking at the outcomes that you want. And number two, they're not looking at what gets in the way. And there's a, there's a little uh, ditty joke story. Uh, I'd like to ask you, why do, is six afraid of seven? Uh, because seven, eight, nine. That's right. That's the story. Did seven really eat nine? Probably not. I don't think so. No. But just the fact that you can give that, just that little one shows that there's meanings inside of numbers. Because everybody, when they look at numbers, you can look at your P&L. And you might, so just say your revenues, you had a top revenue line of $2 million, right? And somebody could look at that and say, wow, that's awesome. Somebody else would look at it and go, that's not enough. That sucks. The number is the number, right? It's right. $2 million. But the number is also a story. And um, it's the story you tell yourself or the story they see in the numbers. And I think that a lot of folks have a hard time discerning um, what are really the numbers that matter most to them? And it might matter most to your banker, it might matter most to your accountant, it might matter most to your neighbor, but what is the number that matters to you in your mission and what you're trying to kind of achieve? Absolutely. And and it could be any of those numbers, right? It could be your bank account balance. It could be your income numbers. It could be the number of people that you help. And it could be the number of sales that you make, which are in line with the number of people that you help. There's also the, the green numbers. You know, we have companies looking at reducing carbon footprint, those numbers, but they're all tied up in the stories you tell yourself about what those numbers mean. And it's that meaning that can get in your way. Right. And that's the, the, and if you get that number wrong, that could mean that you're spending a lot of sleepless nights worrying about things that really aren't your true north. And it could get you off track and it creates stress and it can create disharmony within your family and your own personal life, your health. How do you help your clients kind of get aligned with their numbers as well as what they're really trying to accomplish? Well, one of the things we do is the first thing I do with my clients is sit down with them and really help them to identify the stories that are in their numbers, right? And sometimes the story isn't with the owner of the company, right? It's sometimes the story is with their staff. I had one client where his accounting systems were one way, but there was, it seemed like he was losing money, right? There was not a lot of money left over for bonuses and those kind of things. Well, it turns out that he had staff members, uh, teams, this was a concierge company and they were on site and they weren't charging people for small things of doing things for clients because they felt it was wrong to charge for something so small. So they had stories about what it meant to serve a customer and it actually was hurting them and the company. 
So now walk me through what an engagement with your firm looks like. What is the pain that this client is having and how do you help them kind of get their uh, numbers and their mission aligned? All right. So they're stuck, right? My clients are typically stuck. They're in overwhelm. They're burned out. They can't, you mentioned it earlier, they can't sleep at night because they've got things, they think they're missing something. They've got things going on in their brain. And so what I do is I work with them to identify the signs that, you know, this is the stories in their number, of course, which overwhelm burnout and being stuck are some of some of the signs. And it's like, okay, let's take a look at your numbers. And I also have a quantitative um, assessment that turns the subjective into the qualitative so that we can really look at that. And then we identify those stories. And I help them to understand what story do they have going on that is keeping them stuck. Sometimes it's three stories. Sometimes it's five stories. Sometimes it's just one, but they can't see it. And then we look at that story and see, is there parts of it to keep? Is there parts of it to let go? So we let go of the old stories that are keeping them stuck. And then we can write a new story that helps them to achieve the outcomes that they want versus going after numbers, which is typically goals and objectives are often number driven. What is the outcome? And then we can back off that to find the numbers that match the outcome. And we lay out the path to get from where they are to where they want to go. Now, the way you do this, I believe, is through your uh, four-step RISE method. Can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, Yes. So the RISE method is the path that we follow. And RISE, we start with the R, which is to recalibrate your mindset. And you can't go to where you want to go from where you are without creating the mindset of where you're going. And then the I in rise is innate leadership. Who are you innately as a leader? Because to lead your company where you want to go, you really need to be authentic to who you are innately as a leader. And that doesn't mean authentic to who you think you are. It's who you really are. And then the S is to put the structures in place. It's a structure. Let's structure your business. Let's make sure that your vision is in real alignment and that the purpose of your business is the purpose of your business for real rather than something that somebody put out there or you put out there in order to have other people think that's what it is, but it's not really what it is. It's kind of a convoluted place, but It's really having that clarity that you're really on track and you're doing what you want to do. And then the E in the RISE method is to execute. You can plan, you can lay things out, you can talk things out until you're blue in the face, but until you actually have the rubber meet the road, nothing is happening. So it's really about executing and bringing everything to life, to showing up in your business, to leading your team, being the leader in the world that you're here to be. And then the E is also to evolve and elevate because it's a constant process. 
Now, do you find that uh, the folks that are drawn to your uh, message and to your solutions are kind of these purpose-driven uh, companies, the ones that are trying to do well and to do good at the same time, but they're just maybe operationally challenged that their dream kind of gets cluttered by uh, the reality of some of the operations and that your team is able to help them from an operational standpoint to get back on track? Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the things is a purpose-driven business leader, it's very personal as well. So they have a tendency to sometimes be too soft and they don't think about the operational aspects of it. And my company is here to have people, processes, systems, all working together synchronously so that my clients can organically grow and have a sustainable business that doesn't kill them in the process. Now, can you share a story about uh, maybe one of your clients, don't name their name, but maybe explain the backstory, what they were struggling with and how you were able, you and your team were able to come in and interject yourself and your services to help them reach new levels? Absolutely. Well, I'll, I'll take the simplest story. I have lots of stories. One of my clients was making low five figures, right? And she was looking at her numbers based on what she thought she should be doing. And she wanted to make a huge impact in the world. And she was in marketing. And marketing is one of the best ways to really get out there and help your clients get out there. And she loves working with visionaries. Well, when we first worked with her, she was, we're in Denver and there's Colorado Springs, the Denver Tech Center, all the way to Boulder. So she thought she had to, her story was that for her to increase her income the way she wanted to, she had to do social media and that she had to be the social media expert for her companies. And she was working in the financial industry at that time, which was kind of out of alignment for where she really wanted to go and the impact she wanted to make. So she's going up and down, driving hundreds of miles, sometimes in one day, thinking that that's what she had to do. Well, in the process and looking at her numbers, looking at the stories, looking at what was going on, she had thought because the market was asking for social media, people, that's what she had to do, regardless of what she was here to do, was to be a leader of leaders. And so we got that turned around and she's making multiple six figures today and she takes Fridays off. So it is, it's not a, it's a dream that can come true if you can get your operations right and get everything in alignment. It absolutely is. You know, your mind, who you are as a leader, what you're here to do, get yourself set up and your structures and your operations put in place to support you. Not here to do everything by yourself. So now you mentioned that she started out as a five-figure business. Do you have a sweet spot in the size of the firms that you work with? Are they the five, six-figure businesses or do you work with enterprise-level brands? 
What is the well, sweet spot for your clients? The sweet spot for my clients is six and seven figure businesses is sometimes multiple seven figure businesses. I really like working with companies that are teams. They can be zero to 25. That's the sweet spot. And although some are a little larger, one company, which actually was an organization, a nonprofit, I turned them around, got them all on the same page and and they had 30 employees so um you can really make a big impact no matter really what size the firm is exactly exactly i have this real sweet spot or this place in my heart for the smaller entrepreneurs and so i have some things that i do with them they do more of the work themselves versus me and my team. But when you're at the low five figures and you're purpose driven, just know that you can move past that. It doesn't take a whole lot other than really shifting more into who you innately are as a leader. Well, congratulations on all the success, Victoria. If somebody wants to learn more about you, your team and your firm, is there a website? Uh, yes, that's heartandsoulceo.com, and they can connect with me on LinkedIn as well, and I'm also on Facebook. Well, thank you again for sharing your story. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. You're welcome. Well, thank you, Lee, for uh, giving me the opportunity and inviting me to be on your show. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Hey.